What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? It's your boy. We back. Spartan Dog Podcast is here. I am your co-host, West Coast Rail, joined by my guy, Devin Armstrong. What's going on, sir? Hey, been a minute. We've both been busy. Yes, sir. Busy with the yes, IRL man. stuff. It's been a minute, but we here. End of the Big Ten regular season. We're here to talk about Spartan basketball, everything going on with Big Ten basketball, heading into the Big Ten tournament. Big Ten tournament starts tomorrow because we're recording this on Tuesday. We got our first couple matchups. Uh, excuse me. Between um, game one is between Wisconsin and Ohio State at six thirty, and the twenty five minutes after that game is Nebraska versus Minnesota. But before diving into that, let's go ahead and talk about the Spartans' overall season. <clears throat> Rel, were you disappointed? Were you okay with this? Or you know, was this better than what you expected? Um, a little bit of everything. Um. The beginning of the season, I did not see us competing with Gonzaga or beating Kentucky. Uh, but then when I saw it, I, I was like, okay, this team might have something. Uh, then we get into Big Ten play, and, uh, you know, they struggle a, a lot. Um, and then we you see the flaws in this team. Uh, you see this team can basically beat anybody, and they can lose anybody. So that's kind of where I'm at with them. This season has been up and down. Um, but, uh, you know, my, my whole thing is to be optimistic with this team. Um, it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. And, uh, you know, if they can get it together, if they can get hot at the right time, uh, I think they got, they got what it takes to get pretty far in the tournament. I mean, I, I don't believe that, uh, I don't believe they can win it all, but yeah, I think they can get pretty far. How you feel? Um, well, you know, it... You know, it started out as, you know, a normal Tom Izzo, Michigan State basketball season. We go in, we play Gonzaga. We kept it really close. And, yes, you know, I mean, I think a lot of us, um, <laughs> a lot of us at the end of the day kind of blame the wind a little bit there in the end for some of them shots missing. But, you know, yep. it is what it is. Uh, try not to put too much emphasis on that. We kind of let it go. It is what it is. Move on from that. But then, yes, you're right. Beating the Blue yeah. Blood program with uh, Kentucky, and then also beating Villanova, too, even though Villanova kind of had an offseason, in my opinion. They finished, uh, what, 16 and 15. True. Um, that's not really a normal Villanova season. A normal Villanova season, they're <clears throat> they're normally like uh, 22-plus wins, something like that, always in the top 25, at least yep. as far as me growing up, going ooh, excuse me, through high school and after graduation and whatnot. Uh, Villanova's always been a top program, but yeah, beating them and then, you know, yeah, beating Kentucky, somebody that we've struggled with too. Uh, that was nice. And, you know, I had that same feeling like, okay, is this team, like, you know, they really that good. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I'm like, but is Kentucky and Villanova really that good this season? So I just mm. kind of wait to see it play out. And obviously Villanova not having a great season. So I don't really consider that win a massive quality win, still a good win, but not a massive one. The Kentucky right. one. Uh, Kentucky finished, looks like, here, I pulled it up right here. Kentucky finished 21-10, and 10, so that's about normal for them. Maybe normally yep. a little better, so that's a pretty good quality win. So this team can compete and beat good teams. They're yep. just, you know, like you said, the flaws are pretty obvious. We see them. Yeah, I feel like we still kind of lack a, a go-get-a-bucket type of guy. We don't have a, right now, we don't have um, a, a, a Cassius Winston. For instance, or mm. we don't have like a Kalen Lucas, you know, throwback. Um, you know, Corey mm. Lucius, like point guards like that. Um yeah. Denzel Valentine, yeah. uh Travis Trice. Yeah. 
Like we ain't got yeah. we, we don't Oh have yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. But I will say this. I believe that uh oh my god, if I could say it like AJ Hogarth, Tyson Walker, Jay Nakins, they all show flashes of the potential that they could have. You know, AJ Hogarth goes off scoring wise in, in, in particular games. Uh uh Jay Nakins with his athleticism dunking on any and everybody, you know, um, and then you got Tyson Walker, who's been pretty consistent throughout the season. Um, they all could like, they all could pop at the right time. That's the only thing that gives me hope with this team is is those three. Hopefully, they can come together because guards win you championships mm-hmm. in college yeah. basketball. Absolutely, they do. And we have a very good backcourt, so I'm. I really just I. I'm hoping for the best. How about that? I can just hope for the best. I mean, I can't <laughs> promise them anything. I can't, you know, nothing, none of that can be promised. But if they put their best foot forward, they could do special. They could do something special if they if they if they want to, because it's all on them at this point, you know. Absolutely, I agree with you. It's it is all up to them at this point. <clears throat> and what I think I see, and you know, it, it, I mean, it's it can be good and bad. Is I see basically like the. The traits that those point guards that I named, those guards that I named, I see those yep. traits spread out between, especially between um, AJ Hogard and Tyson Walker. Like Tyson Walker's got the icy three point shot. <clears throat> yeah, wouldn't necessarily say he's the, um, you know, he's got, and he's just got a nice shot. Period. You know, mid range. Oh yeah, you know, whatever it yep. is, he's got a nice shot. Period. I wouldn't say he's necessarily beating everybody to the uh, the basket all the time. But then AJ, AJ's got that ability to take it to the hole and get a bucket mm-hmm. underneath. We know he's not yep. the world's greatest shooter, but yeah, he's got the ability to take it to the. He's got the ability to take it to the hole. Now those point guards that I named before, you know, Travis Trice, Valentine, uh, Corey mm-hmm. Lucius, Kalen Lucas, Cassius Winston, those guys were able to do it all. That's what made yep. them excellent, uh, excellent guards. Now between the two of them, if they could just come together and they could just both show some consistency together in the same game, multiple stretches, I feel like they can make a run. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, it's and it's there for them. You know, we've seen it. Mm-hmm. They've put together good games before, and uh, you know, it's and then you throw in, um, what's our stretch for? Our stretch. Uh, for- uh, Hauser, Joey Hauser. Oh, okay, Tripping. okay, okay. That's yeah. You throw in Joey Hauser in there, also with his three point shooting ability, his uh stretch four ability, uh. That that right there is a dangerous combination. I mean, when when Joey Hauser is on, oh yes, like when I, really. when he shoots his three point shot and it's wet, it's gonna be a long day for whoever's guarding him because he really, when he gets into the zone, he'll let it go, and that's that's what I that's what I like about this team. This team has shooters. We don't have athleticism, which unfortunately will probably be our demise, but. For now, we have we could shoot the ball. We could shoot the ball for three point range, effectively. We can beat. We can be a very dangerous tournament team. That's that's basically what I all I can see. I don't see us winning the entire thing just because we lack athleticism. But other than that, if our shooting is on, we could be a very tough out. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be offensively and out. <clears throat> You know, just going, just shifting gears a little bit, talking about the tournament, heading into the Big Ten tournament. I mean, Michigan mm-hmm. State is sitting at the fourth seed, so we got the double bye for the second game on Friday. We start 25 minutes after Purdue plays uh, the winner of Rutgers and Michigan. So, 
we play that game. I think honestly, still this year, you know, even though Purdue, you know, has beaten us twice, mm-hmm. uh, I think we could still win the big. I think they still have high potential of winning the Big Ten tournament. I mm. still think there is some possibility there that they could sneak in and get a victory out of this tournament. They can, or at the very least, they'll be in the final of the tournament. Okay, they will be wow. in the championship game. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I believe that they can uh, be Purdue because it's hard to beat a team three times. That's that's one thing we've learned learned from history. It's very hard to beat teams three times. Uh, so I think the most recent I mean, time that I've seen it is when we uh, we played Michigan in 2018. Yeah, true. Just Winston, true. and uh, that was the year we beat Duke in the uh, Elite Eight too to go to the Final Four. Yeah, and, um, sweet memories. Sweet yes, memories. yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Tillman, shout out Tillman, shout out uh, 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 other big uh, Kenny Goins. There we go. Yep, Kenny Goins with the shot. Oh my gosh, yes, and that's who that's what I need uh, from Joey Hauser. <laughs> like I that. need him to be Kenny Goins. Damn it, if he can be <laughs> Kenny Goins. Oh man, we could do some things in the tournament, but uh, but yeah, um, the way the people, the way I see beating Purdue is uh, the only strategy that I, I can basically see for this team we can't really match up with with Edie that that well right uh I think a lot of teams with, do struggle with him and that is part of that is the biggest reason for Purdue's success and we need we need all of my we need all five of Manny Sissoko's files we need all of those um <laughs> so we do he gonna get those real quick he gonna get those within the first five minutes and that's cool but we also need all, all of Carson Cooper. I hope he can come back. I hope he's uh, getting better. I hope he. Uh, I hope he can uh, at least be in this tournament because I, I we're going. We're definitely going to need some help in the paint uh, for Madison Soku. Um, but the the real strategy is just to let Ivy go off. Like let Ivy. My bad. Um, just let him go off because he's in the paint. So the the worst he can do is just get a two pointer. Hopefully. You know, we don't have Dumbo out there fouling and getting and ones. But if you could just let him go off and then, you know, you got Hauser, uh, Tyson Walker, Jaden Akins, even uh, Malik Hall uh, shooting three-pointers and actually hitting them, we can outscore Purdue. That's how we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to outscore Purdue. I think we yeah. need to – and we need to make him work. We need to make Edie work uh, on the on the defensive end of the uh, – on the defensive end, uh, AJ Hogard needs to be uh, doing a pick and roll with Maddie Sissoku, and, and and hopefully getting a switch so that you know we have Edie guarding a, a point guard. And uh, I think that's how we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to make them work. That's it. If we can make them work. We can wear them out. I need Michigan State to be like the Michigan State of old and just get the ball down the court as fast as possible. That's just now here's the question that I propose to you and propose the Spartan Nation to. What is maybe somebody with a little more basketball insight than myself, but what do you see that is the reason that we can't guard Zach? Because Purdue, he's not the first seven-footer that Purdue has had. Especially not in oh, It's true. Mm-hmm. Purdue is a seven-footer school. Like, almost it seems like every seven-footer is recruited to Purdue. Exactly. <laughs> At least in the Big Ten. As far as the Big Ten goes, mm-hmm. they all – it's like tradition. Seven, you're over seven-footer. Yep. You're seven-foot exactly. You go to Purdue. You go to Purdue. Yeah, that's true. What I don't – what I need to understand is what makes Zach Eady so much more different than these other bigs? Because I recall the last couple of years of watching us guard – 
Um, especially even in the um, <clears throat> the one disappointing year we had where we had Miles Bridges and Jared Jackson on the same team. Mm-hmm. I watched us play Purdue with a seven footer, and we were able to guard. We were able to guard him. Like we were able to force him to take like some mid range perimeter shots, and he wasn't able to get into the paint. They had yeah. they had multiple seven footers on that team too, at least two or three. And then they you know, I've, I've seen it in the 2018, the 2018 season as well that we beat Duke in the uh, lead eight. Like I'm not under, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe there's a talent gap or something, but I just, I don't know. I, I can't see what the difference is. I would say yes. Forces. There's a, there's a talent gap. I mean, we have uh Maddie Sissoku is our best uh, paint defender, but uh, he lacks the intelligence needed to really uh, guard or Zach Eady. You know, um, because, you know, you can't block everything. You know, you can't go after everything. You can't, you know, you can stand your ground, but it's it's just, you know, the way Madison Soku plays is just off sometimes, you know, most times, you know, now, you know, but if he could, like, just stay on his feet, man, just stay, just put your hands up, stay on your feet. Just don't foul. That's basically all I could say for him. I mean, that's all. That's that's basically it. I mean, that's that, that's. I mean, listen. There's no, there's no no strategy to stop him. Like I'm just letting everybody know that now. There's no real strategy to stop him. Uh, you don't want to double him because Purdue does have shooters, you know. So you just basically you have to outscore Purdue. You just have to you know just make him work, and you know that's all. I that's that's it, man. There's no other strategy for him, you know. Um, yeah, but shoot, I'm just uh, – but I'll I, I ask you that same question, you know. Um, do you think we can, uh, you know, neutralize them? Or how would you do it? What, what would be a strategy for you? Well, the one thing I would think about doing is, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I compare it, you know, to football athletics and just superstars in the football world, such as, you know, <clears throat> take, for instance, we'll take, like, Patrick Mahomes or we'll take Travis Kelsey or Gronk or Brady – in his prime and, you know, just all sorts of superstars, like people that you just, you know, you know, are just virtually like unbeatable or, you know what, just for the younger generation, how about Justin Jefferson? You know, he's going to get his catches. Yeah. You know he's going to get his catches. You know, he's probably going to score. It's all about what can you do to limit it? to at least take it that way. He's not getting 15 catches, putting two hundred and three tubs on you, but you limit it to maybe one touchdown, like six catches, 70 yards. What can we do to limit it? Because we know he's going to get production regardless. Because he's a he's a superstar. I mean, Zach he's a great college basketball player. He's a center. He's over seven foot tall. He's going to get his buckets no matter what. He's going to get. He's going to score his points. There's no getting around that. But yeah, what it is is how can we limit it? We're not going to hold him to zero. There's no way. Nope. What can we do to limit it? Yeah. Well, I say like this: you got to. That's the only thing I can sit there and say. What can we do to limit it? I said, you know what? There is a way to limit it. Make sure you get the rebounds. If 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 any of them, you know, that's really what it really going to come down to. Can we rebound the ball? Because it's you know it's hard to rebound over a seven three guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, but but you you got to box them out. We got to try to you know keep them off the boards. Keep them from having second chance opportunities, you know, on the offensive end. That that'll help us out tremendously. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Uh, you know, to be honest with you, man, you just gotta pray. To be honest <laughs> with you, it's, it's, you gotta just hope Jesus well, is with you because staff figures out something. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do something, man, because uh, it's gonna be tough. But uh, you know, I know it's it's even tougher than for them to beat us three times in a row. So we have kind of you know history on our side. So. You know, we're gonna find out. We're just gonna find out. We're gonna find out. You know, what type of heart we have, what type mm-hmm. of toughness we have, and uh, that game right there. If it's if it's anything like the first game, even if we lose, but if it's close, I'll be okay with it. So, what do you think? Okay, so <clears throat> here's the next question I'll propose to you and to the uh, listeners out there, Spartan Dog Nation out there. Mm-hmm. All right, if we win the Big Ten tournament, okay, what do you think Michigan State gets seeded for the NCAA tournament? What oh, is the final seeding that they will give to us? Right now, I believe they got us at like an eight or nine type seeding right now. If, they, if the tournament were to go today. Yeah, if we were to yeah, lose in the Big Ten tournament and lose first round to like Iowa or whoever right. we end up playing first round, yes. Right. Okay. So um, but if we were to win the Big Ten tournament, what do you think that would do for us? I think that would give us to uh, three seed, three to four seed. And that's kind of where we want to be at. I mean, yeah, yeah I do. I think I think about that. Yeah. I think four. I think they're probably four because, you know, record wise, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I think I think about that for sure. Where do you where do you see them at if they win the Big Ten tournament? Uh, about the same about I'd say about uh I'll give them the four. I'd say it would okay. I would that would take them to the four for sure. And if they get bumped out first round or whatever. Or I think they could still get up to a four. Even, even if they uh, if they make the championship game, they make the championship game regardless if they win or not. Okay, okay. Four, maybe five. I think that okay. would definitely that would definitely help the resume, and that would probably give those guys a little bit of a confidence boost. Though. Because you would have to beat Purdue, right? Mm-hmm. That's basically what. And Purdue's have been up there. Um, you know, they've been a number Purdue's one. Getting the number one. So they've been a number one. Uh, so, so that'll be that'll be good. That'll be very good for the resume. That's what we need. That Purdue win will hope be, help us, you know, propel us to a five four seed. Now that'll be that'll help. And uh, my question to you is: Let's say they do get to the championship game, win, lose, or draw, is it, it is what it is. They're fifth four seed. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Where do you see them? Like, do you if you see them winning at all, that's fine. But. Like where? What's your um? You this is where you can't like they can't lose the first game. Like, what is your limit? You know what I'm saying? Like, how many games should they win? Like minimum, minimum. How many games should they win? I think this team should be able to make the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. I think this team should be able to make the Sweet Sixteen. But if they win the Big Ten tournament or they make the championship, I expect them to go to the Elite Eight. Ooh, I expect them to okay. or Final Four. I don't know about winning at all, but if they win the Big Ten tournament with as tough as the Big Ten has been this year, yep. they're going to have to play, okay, based upon looking at the schedule. Let me pull this. Let me make sure I pulled this up correctly. If they were to um, – they're going to more than likely probably play – okay. So you have got – again, they've got the second game on Friday. They okay. play the winner of – so they play the winner of game four, which game four is on Thursday, and that takes place between Iowa and whoever wins between Ohio State and Wisconsin. 
Now, I think most of us probably think that Wisconsin's probably going to win that game. And then that mm-hmm. Iowa will probably be Wisconsin. So more than likely, Michigan State will have to play Iowa again. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to play Iowa. Yeah, bad memories. And, and yes, exactly. And then after Iowa, after Iowa, <clears throat> mm-hmm. we would have to play Purdue or whoever Purdue plays. That would be that's the next game. That'd be the next game for us. Okay. Yep. It would be it's game seven versus game eight. And yep. then <clears throat> you know, obviously if we go on and win that, then you know, you know, we're playing Northwestern Indiana or somebody else. Right. Who knows? But we're not gonna get basically, you know, if they were to beat the best teams in the Big Ten win the tournament, I would definitely have high expectations for them going into the NCAA tournament. But if they I get agree. bounced first, if they get bounced their first game. Um, you know, at least Sweet Sixteen. At least get right. Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm with that. Um, but if you think about it, if they beat Purdue, if they if they end up beating, if they can beat Iowa, redeem themselves from Iowa, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then end up beating Purdue, if if Purdue were you know would have beat us uh, in the Final Four. I expect if they beat Purdue, I would expect them to win the Big Ten championship because there's no there's no other team that could match them. If you oh. think about it, you know what I'm saying. Like anybody at the bottom of that bracket is is nowhere near Purdue. In my opinion, I believe Purdue should just win this whole thing. But if Michigan State were the were to be their roadblock, I expect the team that beat Purdue to win it all. That's it. That's my that's my take on that. Yep, I agree with that. No. I can't disagree with that statement, you know, that they're playing the best teams in the Big Ten. You're able to do that. You should be able to compete with just about anybody out there. I and agree. Big Ten, I basketball agree. Is just as, Big Ten basketball is just as good, if not better than everybody else out there. I agree. You know that, but I, I do want to ask you this question. Um, what does this mean for, for Tom Izzo? Like, how many years do you expect him to continue continuously do this? You know, how many years do you think he has left? And do you see him winning a championship, a national championship, uh, before he retires? I think, so to answer the first part of the question, how many years he got left? Mm-hmm. I'd say Tom has probably got about four at max. Ooh. All right. Four at max. Um, four at max. Um, will he win another national championship? If all these recruits that he's got stick? And they come in and they shine. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be very good. Just, like, just like that. Just like that. Yep. I think it All could right. be good, and I think you know they could. He could potentially win another one. However, <clears throat> being Uh-oh. realistic, being you know being realistic, you know, taking my expectations down, I think he'll get to a couple more Final Fours, maybe even get to a title game. I just don't know for certain if he is going to be able to get over the hump. I agree with you. He is one. a great coach. He is a phenomenal coach. I mean, we're in the Final Four. We're in the Elite Eight. Like, you know, we're up there. But Tom Izzo Tom Izzo basically reminds me of Ohio State from 2000 to we'll say basically up until Urban Meyer got there. So about 2012. Okay. About 2012, 2013, because Ohio State 
was making all these great games and beating all these teams, right? Having these undefeated seasons. But they only had one national championship up until Urban Meyer got there and won another one in 2014, during the 2014 season. They only had the one with um, with Jim Trussell. And then after that, I watched him lose two more, one to Florida, one to LSU. I watched yeah. him lose a, um, a uh, Fiesta Bowl against Texas. And then I think Pryor did win a Rose Bowl, didn't he? Terrell Pryor did win a Rose Bowl under Jim Trestle. So he did get I'm not sure, but I'm I'm pretty uh, he probably did. But, you know, I expect maybe Tom Izzo maybe Tom Izzo does get another championship, you know, similar to that. But I just that's how I kind of view Tom Izzo's career. Okay. Tom Izzo has had a great career. He wins a lot of games. And he's won plenty of Big Ten tournaments and plenty of Big Ten regular season titles. Mm -hmm. He's made the Final Four. He's won a national title. But he just um, – he hasn't gotten over that hump enough like Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, um, you know, Villanova, Gonzaga, you know, the teams that have made a couple and won a few in the 2000s. Like, he hasn't been up there enough. Right. And as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, but – I'm pretty sure that the national title game you won in 2001, and then when we lost to North Carolina in the 2008 national title game, I'm fairly certain those are the only two times he's actually made it to the title game. Yeah, I think you're right. So, made plenty of Final Fours, but that's just how I view his career. But I I still think he could. He's not a bad coach. He just struggles with those uh, those blue blood programs, that's all. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um but I do, my next question to you is, um, what is this team missing? Like, if this team, if you could put together, if you could put one player in this, you know, insert this player into this team, and this team could win a national championship, like, what, what would that player be? Like, what does this team need in order to be successful? Uh, you give me back Cassius Winston, or you give me back Xavier Tillman. I'll take either one of them. Okay, you want. Okay. And, and tell me why. Cassius, go get a bucket guy, point guard, knows what he's doing, shoots, had the funniest jumper I've ever seen, but the man still put it down, dropped buckets, and he could go to the rim and get a bucket if he needed. Tillman, big man inside, could have had a little bit of a mid-range jumper, and, yeah, I mean, just big, he was just athletic big man inside. Like, Put it down, throw it. I mean, I think he'd go toe to toe with Zach Eady, regardless of Zach Eady got a couple of about three, four inches of height on him or not. I know. You're right. You're right about tough. that one. Tillman tough. Oh yeah. So I agree with you. I like that. I, I like that. Like, uh, for me to be Cassius Winston, like you said, I, I agree with you on that. And that uh, get it bucket guy, uh, leader. You know, leader of men uh, will definitely get the ball in the in the right person's hands. Uh, you know, I I just think that that is a that's very key. Decision making is always key. Um, and for the post, I would say I would say, man, man, oh man, I, how can I how can I get away from like Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, uh, <laughs> you know what? You know? Like, I, I feel like he's doing great in the NBA. Not to get all talking. I feel like he's doing great in the NBA, but I don't feel like he got a chance to really shine super hard in Michigan State. Like, he's I agree with you. And that's Izzo for you, though. I mean, man, man, I could go on and on about the disappointment that I could see on the court. It's just, 
It's just the offense is just stale to me. Um, mm-hmm. Just stagnant. So it, it it's been the same since since two thousand and one. You know, so I mean, he could get a guy open, but it's just man, it just it just lacks athleticism. Like the way our offense is, I you know we know we try to get like Joey Hauser and a pick and pop mm-hmm. uh, situation up to the top of the key. You know, to shoot a three point shot and uh, a lot of just pick and rolls and. But it's just it's there's no real flow in my opinion unless we're just running a, a give and go type offense. But the way we just it's just it's just the offense is just not 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 it doesn't move enough for me. Um, yeah, team, this team and when you look at it, when you look at most recent success. This team is just not. I don't feel like everybody's a hundred percent comfortable with what they're doing. You look at that team that made it to the final four in the twenty eighteen with uh, mm-hmm. Cassius Winston at the helm. You had Cassius Winston at point guard. You had Xavier Tillman in the post down there. And then you had Kenny Goins right next to him. And then on top of that, you know, I mean, Aaron Henry was okay. Aaron Henry wasn't a bad player. But, you know, to shine more on the excellence, you had Matt McQuaid at the three. You had, a like, almost a guaranteed three-point corner, three-point shooter. Now, Matt McQuaid could get into the post from what little bit that I could see him do. He could get All right. into the post and make a move. But <laughs> – but Matt McQuaid was a almost a like a seventy to eighty percent freaking three point shooter. This yeah, he wasn't was, a daughter. This boy was just you give him the ball in the corner, he, he's it's almost guaranteed every time. You had you had at least four people on that team that knew what their roles were and played them to excellent uh, to excellent standards. They excelled. Everybody, everybody that's on this team right now is good, but they're just not excelling. The way they need to, in order to be able to beat these teams that are going to be tough. I mean, think about that That team. That's the same team that beat Zion Williamson. I know, right? Um, I I I still can't believe that. (laughs) Right? I still can't believe that's all we heard about Zion Williamson all year long. We seen the highlights Uh, in high school, and now when he went Mm -hmm. to play for Duke, we was like, "Oh goodness, this guy's for real." And we found a way to beat that team and take that team out the tournament. So yeah, so. One of Izzo's best moments, I said. Like that. Mm-hmm. that wasn't even a championship game, but that was one of his best moments. But uh, it's beautiful. But yeah, it, I, I, to be honest with you, I just think that this this team just lacks athleticism, and I believe that's what a lot of Izzo teams just lacked in order to get to where they needed to go. It was just athleticism. Mm-hmm. We just are not athletic enough to compete with some of the big dogs that really, you know. That you know got multiple draft picks going number one. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when's the last time? Besides, I don't even know. Miles, Miles Bridges didn't even go in the top ten, did he? No, he uh, did not. He did I not. I don't think he said no. I don't think he did. May, I, maybe Jaron Jackson did. Mm, I'm not even sure about Jaron Jackson. I know they both did go around the same time. All, I don't think so. All I, that's a, and that's my problem. Izzo does not have that type of talent. If Izzo had that type of talent on his team. His teams will go further. We thought we were. He, I believe he. he I well. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't get Amani Bates. Amani Bates is very talented, but I believe he just doesn't have his head right. You know, you know, he just doesn't have his head right at, at the moment. You know. Um, but yeah, this team just you know it just it, we needed athletes. That is it. I mean, Miles Bridges was a great athlete. Uh, shit, I liked Xavier Tillman, uh, Josh Langford when he was healthy. You know, we had it, but it was just that we just 
man, how can I put it? We just didn't have enough. And that's what it what it really comes down to. Because in the in the paint is where we really didn't have enough athleticism. I mean, besides Tillman and and, and uh, Jaron Jackson, we really didn't have a lot of athletes, you know, before or after them. We're starting to get it now. I believe Madison Soko is athletic. Oh um, yeah, he was stepping up beginning of the season. I thought he was going to take over this year. I'm telling you, and that's what we needed. That's what we needed. We need uh, to be honest with you. If Madison Soku were to play like he did at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. this team will go further and further. That's all I'm saying. His athleticism uh, is, is good enough to to hold it down for sure. Because we don't have a lot of big. We don't have a lot of people backing him up. We know that. And then and then I don't know. Uh, for most of the season, he didn't have his head right. Because he would just get stupid fouls called on him all the damn time. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I thought the motherfucker loved being on the bench. I was like, God damn, are you love it <laughs> over here or something? You, you go in, he come in, get ready to foul. He said, Oh shit, I don't feel like being on this court today. Let me get a foul. I'm yeah. like, God damn. I'm sorry, but his ass, <laughs> he, he makes me the most, he is, <laughs> he is my most frustrated Spartan. Probably of all time, in my opinion. I just because we see what he could be. Oh yeah, he reverts back to this shit. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell happened between now and now, mm-hmm. or then and now. But you need to get the fuck together, man. I'm like, I don't know who, who, what can we do with you. Yeah, like we can't use you if you go. We can't use you if you're just gonna be on the bench all day. I mean, dude, we come on now. And, you know, I, I don't know if Izzo's afraid of him sometimes because I don't really see Izzo get super fired up in front of Madison Soku. I think I think Madison Soku low-key choked Tom Izzo uh, during practice one of the times, and he don't fuck with him no more. So, think so? <laughs> I think because I don't see him screaming at him like how he did Aaron Henry or how he be doing Tyson Walker sometimes. You know, the, the classic Izzo – Yelling at you for no fucking reason, type shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that. To be honest with you, that's my that's my one thing criticism about Tom Ezzo is just how vicious he could be when he you know yells at you. I'm just like, bro, we can you can get your point across without yelling, you know, at the top of your lungs at somebody, you know. It's like, but I that one interview of his, you know, he's like, he's like, you know what? I yell at the players now; they yell back. They didn't exactly. yell back at me back in the day. Now they yell back. Exactly. They ain't trying to, ain't trying to hear that bullshit. Don't be sitting up there just <laughs> yelling just to yell, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. Hell, old ass going to catch a stroke one day. I'm telling you, bro. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, this just, just I just wish the team had more athleticism. I believe this team could be exactly what Izzo needs. But maybe next year. I mean, we got the top one of the top three. Uh, classes uh, in the nation and uh, the best recruiting class in next year, that's for certain. So, with that being said, we should, in my opinion, next season will be the season, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. I believe a few of those guys are going to go to the NBA draft. So, it's kind of like, you know, we, at least we got two, I'd say we got at least two one and dones. So, uh, you know, is those going to really is, he knows his window is closing big yeah. time. So I believe he's doing, he's, I don't know how he's getting these players. So 
you know, you can, <laughs> you can, you know, you can rewatch some blue chips and uh, um, see what's going on there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Izzo is doing whatever he can to get, you know, certain guys. And that's what he should have been doing this whole damn time. How do you think fucking Mike Krzyzewski got all these guys? You think, you think Mike Krzyzewski played by the book for everybody he fucking got? Probably not. That man, no. Listen, he wear, he wears Italian suits. I'm scared of him. I'm just letting you know this. You know, mm-hmm. I think he he could do things no other people can. You know, he's like, hey, you know, he stole a few of Tom Izzo's players. Let's just be real. So you already know how he was coming. And now that I believe Mike Sosheski is out of Tom Izzo's way, this is his window. Absolutely. With Duke out of his way, this is the window that he's like, hey, Mike is out of here. I can finally get some of these guys that I've been missing out on because Mike Krzyzewski yeah. comes in and just flashes whatever type of check or whatever he can do, and they just fall right to Duke. And um, now that's not happening. So, hey, Tom Izzo, let's go, man. I mean, you're going to have to prove your coaching. You know, in my opinion, he's going to have to prove that he is a Hall of Fame coach, that he is, uh, you know, he that he's earned. You know, he's going to – He's going to have to really earn it, though. You know, he only has one championship, so he has to get that second one. And I think he knows that. That's how you can really solidify your career and saying, yes, I deserve to be a Hall of Fame head coach in the the world, you know what I'm saying, in in America, for sure. So, yeah. So, man, you got anything else? No, I think we're good. I think we'll just follow up after they play their first game in the Big Ten tournament. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll we'll, we'll definitely be uh be ready for uh, Friday or Saturday. Probably Saturday, right? Yeah, because they play Friday. So yeah, yep. Either either that. I'm pretty sure we can either go live, uh, right after the game. So I'll talk to you about that for sure. We might even go live so mm-hmm. and get some other people uh some people to join in uh to see if we uh win or loss. You know, we can definitely uh, dis- uh make some. Make some discussions happen for sure. So, uh, with that being said, man, I want to thank you, Devin, for for joining me, man. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, man. We are back. We will be uh, doing this a lot more often. So, uh, please stay tuned. Uh, and until next time, go green, go white.